0: I had the the best McDonald's story and mm. I'd never want to call out like service workers because usually i don't i don't care uh, they you know, shouldn't and care like, either yeah they don't care and they shouldn't yeah I, i'm not expecting people to be polite to me but there's a mcdonald's that i swing through the drive-through at, in south bend to get a coffee so i can go to my yeah. work and have 20 ounces of coffee on which to live while i'm broadcasting six hours of basketball so i pull up to the drive-through window and the guy looks out at me and says there's something wrong with this coffee. We're going to have to get you another one. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> very, sure. very well. Sure. That's yeah. not how I would have put that, but okay. <laughs> there's something wrong. He's like holding it and looking at it. There's something wrong with this. It's cold. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I, so I, I move on from that. I'm already like, that's odd. That's That's, not how, yeah. that's just not how I would have phrased that. So I pull up and I wait like, you know, a very logical amount of time that would take someone to brew another pot of coffee. I wait that long. And sure enough, someone walks out with my coffee and I roll down the window and the person holding the coffee looks at me and goes, are you the large coffee? (laughs) And he said, no, I am Mike. In fact, yes. I said, nope. I'm Mike, actually, but I did order that <laughs> coffee because I just—I turned into a pedantic asshole for just a moment. Like I'm, I made sure to be like, "Thank you very much." Thank you. But the look I got when I said, "No, I'm Mike, actually," was, uh, that, look not of, was that look of like. Like oh, fuck! Off. I, you could pay me twice as much, and I would still hate that you said that to me. Kind of
1: look. You, sure, you could pay me uh, twelve dollars
0: an hour. Yeah, still be upset. You could raise the minimum wage to twenty five dollars an hour, and it would not be enough for me to have to deal with your dad joke ass, <laughs> your large coffee. <laughs> It's Cheeseheads in Chicago, and it's the best podcast about the Green Bay Packers. On today's show, we're talking about the 20-15 home win for the Packers at Lambeau Field against Washington. They are are guaranteed a double-digit win season and are almost certainly, barring disaster, a playoff team. Cheeseheads in Chicagoland, the best podcast about the Green Bay Packers. I'm a large coffee. That's Matt mellum Setter. Hey. We are coming to you from Matt's beautiful apartment here on the north side. It's about time I I trekked up here. It's very cold outside. It's You're, freezing. Your windows are pretty though.
1: Yeah, they they're beautiful. They kind of ice they over. it over. Yeah, yeah. They make it a they make the the living room really soft. Mm-hmm. They give it a lot of soft light, which is nice. Gotta love when it gets so cold in Chicago that everything just kind
0: of. Freezes, and yeah, stops. let well, these old, these old apartment windows, you know that they they're freezing because they're they're not insulated. Well, yeah, no, but <laughs> all the same, still fun to see. Yeah, you take what you can get. It's it's good to be up here. There's no cats this time, so no, you're not going to hear any cats meowing. Uh, Jason oh, Jason oh. yelled so loud yeah. on the last podcast; he was like fully audible. He was a noisy in, boy in a section, so that that was pretty fun. But uh, we're, we're back here. Um, I forget Matt, how little time there is between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Oh yeah, it's just bang bang. Because I feel like you know, we everyone came to my house for Thanksgiving, and we had way too much to eat and drink. And then I immediately went and worked the rest of that weekend in Indianapolis. And then I've had a cup of coffee, and we're one like one large cup of coffee. Yeah, one large coffee, and we're three minutes away from Christmas yeah. somehow already. Insane. And, because I've got, you know, my, my wife, bless her heart, because I would never handle this this shit this well, being like, all right, we're going to take care of the Christmas presents. We've got to talk about this. We've got to do some shopping. And I'm like, I'm very much the guy where if you point me in the right direction, I'll do the right thing. So sure. I'm like, okay. Okay. Good. All right. All right. Mm, guide me. Guide me in the way. That seems like it makes sense to buy Christmas presents. And, <laughs> well, yeah, we should probably buy Christmas presents for Christmas. But then she's like, you know, after like next weekend. Like, we're leaving next Saturday after Mm -hmm. your game to go up north for Christmas. Like, it can't be that soon. (laughs) I need to have another week to sit and drink coffee. Can we postpone to the 31st? Yeah. Can we just put this off? I'm sure we'll be better. (laughs) Like, I'll be less busy if we do it after Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) If we do it, like, the 28th, it'll be perfect.
1: Um, No, it's... it's it just seems like it all goes by so fast, kind of in this uh, this rush of the holiday season. I always love getting the holiday season over with, because um, then all the candy's
0: so cheap. <laughs> that is definitely good. Like <laughs> the post the post Halloween bag of Tootsie oh, rolls, man. Really, really, it wasn't wasn't the best idea I've ever had in my life, but still, it's not bad though. Yeah. What's the best like? Christmas candies kind of touch and go. I mean, candy canes are candy canes. You know, marginal. They're they're whatever. I you know I love
1: any. I love the red and green M and M's. Okay, me the, give me the red and green M and M's in the tube that's shaped like a candy cane. Ah, yes. Yeah, yes. I, that's my that's the Christmas specialty. That's have you ever the seen the, for the season?
0: Have you ever seen the book of lifesavers? <laughs> no, where it's like eight rolls of lifesavers in in a fold open book. And it tells the story of our Lord and Savior, Mister Lifesaver. I think it just has lifesavers in it, actually. All right, but like it was the the candy can filled with things, and also a book of lifesavers. That was the stocking stuffer that I would get all the time. I've never seen it.
1: I want to Google it though.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Google book of lifesavers, and it's a. Oh, I have. This is cool. This is cool. I don't think I've seen it before,
1: but... It's like the only place where you can find the butterscotch roll these days. I didn't know they had butterscotch. I thought it was all the fruity flavors. A classic. A classic. A Christmas classic. And... I love the lemon ones. Okay. The lemon lifesavers. I love the lemon of anything.
0: I'm That's a, my a Jolly Rancher man, so Ooh. I like I can't I can't conjure like the taste of, of lemon lifesavers right now. Blue raspberry uh Jolly Rancher is real good too. The grape the grape ones always punch you in the mouth. Water watermelon Jolly Rancher. Yeah. That's kind of top my top tier. Like uh, all right, uh, football. Sure, <laughs> yeah, sure. It was. I I will just daydream about about candy. Oh, I'll spend it, my whole yeah, day. Yeah, I almost I almost spent my whole day daydreaming <laughs> about candy as it is, actually. But twenty to fifteen, Green Bay beats Washington. Uh, this game was over in the first quarter. Washington almost got back into it, but Green Bay did exactly what they needed to do at home. Struck first. Um, I think people are waiting for the wrong things when it comes to the Packers. They're waiting for the Packers present offense, which is built around a very good all pro running back, a pretty legendary quarterback and one good wide receiver. Mm-hmm. They're waiting for that offense to start dumping points on people. It's not going to happen this year. Uh, Packers are going to win if they win in the postseason by holding opponents to about, I don't know, 15 points yeah, they, uh, based on on their, their defense, it's not going to be like Green Bay is not going to start dumping 45 on people like they're the Saints or anything. It's not that kind of offense at the moment. But, no. yeah, Green Bay can strike quickly. They did it through their defense in that Washington has the ball first goes negative 10 yards. Dwayne Haskins got sacked early and often in this game. And then Packers went, had some short fields to work for touchdowns. Their first two scores and their only touchdowns of the game came on 50 and 57 yard drives. And this is off of two. Well, Washington had one, two, three, three consecutive three and outs at the end of which Green Bay was already up 14 to nothing. And at that point, you know, Washington is not built to deal with that. No.
1: and, And, you know, Dwayne Haskins coming into the game playing hurt sprains both of his ankles in the game and is continued to be put out onto the field hobbling around you know this washington team they're not great they're a professional football team um but they're not anything special they're not going to come back from a you know a quick 14 point deficit and you know this 15 to 20 score is a little misleading because outside of one garbage time touchdown from the from washington you know it was pretty much finished after the first quarter.
0: Yeah, they were able to move the ball a little bit better in the second half, but I also think that there was an element of Green Bay just trying to trying to not blast themselves out of contention against Washington. Yeah, not, not, get- yeah they were sending the house after Haskins in the first half, and it worked. Yeah, and- I mean... They were, able, they were also able to get pressure a lot with, with
1: just four. You know, I mean, this 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 front four is so dominant. We saw a great game out of uh, out of Kenny Clark in this one. Um, and, you know, th- I mean, they can get pressure with Zedarius, Preston, Kenny Clark, and whoever the fourth person is, it doesn't really matter. Whether it's Kyler Fackrell, whether it's Rashawn Gary, whether it's Blake Martinez coming up the middle. You know, it can be really anyone. Uh, they're, they're able to be successful in getting pressures.
0: <clears throat> Packers offense was working right away. Something I like to see from the Packers offense in this game is that there wasn't a lot of a lot of Aaron Rodgers second guessing open routes. He was he was taking the open man. Yeah. And not wasting a ton of time. He did extend a couple of plays in really smart ways. Yeah. And I think with Rodgers, we always take for granted his ability to extend plays, but it turned into a thing where he was so good at extending plays. He was extending plays that uh, had no use being extended. Yeah. He wasn't helping himself. He was just doing the thing he was good at for a while. And I think a lot of what I saw in this game was him being a little bit smarter about when to extend and when to take an easy throw. Yeah.
1: And, you know, it's, it's, I think it's, that has kind of been a work in progress all year, you know, working him out of that, what's become so. habitual for him which is you know extend the play as long as he can look for the big play and you know working slowly and slowly into the offense and working in the flow of the offense you know we we saw him miss a few throws there was there was one deep post to alan lazard um i think it was early in the second quarter may have been early third quarter um where washington's running a quarters coverage they got four guys deep And the Packers run a a, a double cross over the middle. Jimmy Graham's the first crosser, deep, about 15 yards cross. Um, And then Geronimo Allison is his his follower. And so Geronimo Allison is drawing the safety over the middle. And that safety, if he picks Geronimo Allison, you go to the deep post to Alan Lazard over the top. If he takes Alan Lazard, you go to the underneath to Geronimo Allison. Safety comes down on, on Geronimo Allison on the underneath. Deep post is wide open uh, Rogers tries to extend the play, gets sacked. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's, it's a thing of, of, you know, he, he's, he's, he just turned what, 35. Yep. Not the same as he used to be, you know, it was, it was a situation of, he just qu- wasn't quite quick enough to get out of the pocket to extend a little bit and make that throw deep to Alan Lazard just missed it. Um, but you know, guys are getting open. It's just a thing of, you know, Aaron's working into this new offense and, uh, a comparison I've seen a little bit is is Matt Ryan in his first year with the Kyle Shanahan and Matt Lafleur offense in Atlanta um, a few years ago, which was I believe one year before the Falcons' 2016 season where they were you know almost unbeatable and went to the Super Bowl. Um,
0: Boy, there are a lo- there are a lot of similarities between yes this this team and the Falcons that went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, there are a ton. You know, you have two great running backs, mm-hmm. the uh, the dominant wide receiver. Yeah. In in Julio Jones, Devontae Adams, yeah. uh, the, the, the seasoned, the well-seasoned quarterback mm-hmm. who can still get it done and a defense full of guys that bend but don't break. And, you know, they they committed some money. I forget who the big who was the big free agent on that Atlanta defense. But they did have was it Dwight Freeney or uh, it might have been Dwight Freeney. But they added a guy or two that, that brought their defense, which was filled with rookies and, and yeah. marginal guys. To prospects. Being, to being to being acceptable because yeah. it could it could get after people. There are there are a lot of similarities. I like that comparison quite a bit.
1: Yeah, no, I I you know I think it's a I think it's a good comparison. There's a lot of, of similarities in, you know, how they how they how they run their offense. I think it was Vic was it Vic Beasley? It that year? could have been Vic Beasley. Might have been Vic that Beasley year. that year. Um but you know there's there's a lot of similarities in 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 both the setups of the offense you know Shanahan runs such a similar uh scheme to LaFleur as we saw in that 49ers game a few weeks ago and and you know just just the setups of that team I what I will say is that I think this Packers defense is much better than that Atlanta Falcons defense um I mean this 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 Packers defense is absolutely for real you know we we, we saw Adrian Amos have probably his best game as a Packer this last week um and so you know, our the the Packers' safety play has been been phenomenal. The cornerbacks have been playing really well, even with Kevin King out. Um, Darnell Savage
0: feeling better that helps. Darnell Savage, he looks can like move he's, a little bit again. Yeah,
1: it looks like he's he's back to about a hundred percent. You know, he might be at like ninety or something. Those those injuries can can linger a little bit. But you know, him and Adrian Amos make such a great safety duo back there, um,
0: and and Tremont Williams. He's still playing really really well. He's playing well when you get him the right matchups. Yeah. He can play really well and some of the things that some of the things that Patton has done throughout the season as far as matchups and he did it last season as well. Mm-hmm. When we talked about some of the um, some of the great matchups, I again remember that Atlanta game where all of a sudden um a a safety that they had pulled off of like the practice squad was guarding Julio Jones on the biggest play of oh, the game. Oh, it was Ladarius Gunter. He was the cornerback, right? Yeah, it wasn't it was either Gunter or it was someone else that like hadn't been on the team Kendrick that Bryce. that that week. But it was it was one of those ridiculous moments. Like matchups in the secondary sometimes sometimes elude Mike Patton. But yeah, they've gotten a little bit smarter. Yeah, and yeah, when you put Tremont Williams in in situations where he's got a wide receiver that isn't get, just gonna like torch past yeah. him, it wasn't like, quite I wouldn't I wouldn't put. Like, don't put him over DK Metcalf. For,
2: no, please. yeah, that's probably fair. <laughs>
0: like, put
1: Kevin King on DK Metcalf. Yeah,
0: please don't do that. Please, but. yeah. But,
1: um, no, I you know, Tremont Williams can hold his own against a, 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 a slot guy. You know, somebody who's not going to burn him over the top. Um, and he's, in all honesty, Put man, him on Randall Cobb. Yeah, put, put him, put on, him on, he'd be great on a Randall Cobb type guy. You know, he, he, he'd be very successful in that role. He's been great out of the slot this year. Um, and, you know, even when we've seen him...
0: Move, bounce outside a little bit with King injured. Um, he's he's still been solid. First touchdown drive for Green Bay goes 50 yards. Um, they go up seven to nothing. Uh, Jimmy Graham 20 yards to start the drive off. A nice scramble from Aaron Rodgers to pick up a first down on third down and six. A classic. Roger scramble actually yeah. pocket collapses. He steps up right through the middle. Um, I like that read by Rogers. So many times you see him try to bounce out, mm-hmm. but he's not quite fast enough to do that consistently yeah. anymore. Aaron Jones uh, catches a pass and then third down and four. Aaron Jones, four yards in or th- third down and one and hit the Washington four. This, these are always like things, but yeah, Aaron Jones, third down and one. I love, I love the play call. I'll give it to him up the middle and he yeah. just sort of just let him bend, shift bends his way to the right spot and he gets in for the touchdown three and outs have two Washington three and outs occur. One Green Bay three and out occurs before the next score, which is five plays, 57 yards. Another big play to Graham yeah. starts things off on did the drive. Had a nice day. Yeah, he did. And Robert Tanyan catches his second touchdown pass yeah. of his career. And well, Tanyan, still don't know what was wrong with him, but this is a great weapon that Rodgers can use. If he can do this consistently, it's a great catch in the back of the end zone. Yeah. He's open. He goes up for a nice high ball that no one else can can get to and is able to pull it down, maintain control. And it's that's the kind of stuff where... We haven't seen Tanyan enough to know if that's a consistent thing that he's capable of, but he got himself open in the end zone and made a uh, made an NFL level catch.
1: Yeah, you know, he he's he's looked really good in spurts. You know, he, he at times he's looked like a, a you know, a guy coming off of the practice squad for the first time in his career, you know, playing a full season in the, the NFL. But, you know, he, he's he's twenty five, he's six foot five, he's like two hundred and thirty pounds. He's Big, fast, strong. Um, you know, if, if he's if he's
0: coached up well, he, he he can be a real contributor to this team. So you have a situation where it's fourteen to nothing before Washington has a first down. They're able to they're <laughs> able to get a few first downs. They actually get a touchdown on one hell of a drive. Eleven plays and ninety five yards. And you get to see a little bit of uh, Darius. Guys couldn't return in the game after a while, but he was good on this drive. When when they have Geis and Peterson together, that's a pretty effective running combo as well. Um, there was a official overrule on this play. I wanted this to be I wanted this to be a fumble recovered by Green Bay, but yeah. say incomplete pass. I don't know what a completion is. I'm not saying that no. like this is one of those situations where I'm like using this as an example of me not knowing what a completion is. It's just I don't know what one is in general. No, and because you know, it seemed like holding the ball and turning around, but was he holding the ball long enough? Was he actually holding the ball when he was turning around? It, nobody knows, and therefore, like you could just like flip a coin.
1: Yeah, anytime no, this happens, nobody knows. And w- once you go into like super slow mo, you know where it's like. So, so. Yep. none of it looks like a, like it's always going to be moving around a we're, little. We're bit. like to there's, the point where we're analyzing people's fingers. Yeah, like are are three of his fingers on the ball right now? Like that means it's a, like I, it. It becomes so convoluted, and um, you know, there's so many different small things that constitute. I don't know what it is anymore. But it's fine. Nobody knows what it is anymore.
0: No one has any idea. Uh, the big play on this one was 30 yards to Harmon over the middle, and then Adrian Peterson punches it in. How is this guy still in the league? I
1: don't know. I, I think know. we've
0: seen Adrian Peterson it in yeah. too many times for, for one person's life. I've seen enough of Adrian yeah. Peterson. Thank you very much. Uh, on the next drive, a, a sack fumble, strip sack fumble on Rodgers yeah. back at the— uh, back at the 27 this is something that it doesn't happen often to Rodgers it's going to happen to any quarterback enough he was just in traffic and it was a, a great great play by Ryan Anderson to uh, to go for the ball and not the not the sack in that situation yeah Rodgers i don't know might have been might have been playing a little bit loose yeah, he, after putting 14 on on Washington quickly
1: yeah you know i i remember seeing a replay of this and there's there was kind of a couple quick throws on this that he that he, he pumps and pumps and then there's a deep long breaking routes and so he's trying to create time to to hit that and you know he's a little loose with the ball he gets hit and it, it it rolls out you know it's it's you know so many of of the biggest plays in Aaron Rodgers career for me um are plays where he gets demolished and does not let the ball go you know, there's the 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 hit right before the Jared Cook throw in Dallas in in the 2017 uh, divisional game, where he just gets clobbered by Jeff Heath. Blind side holds onto the ball. There's I I've still yet to figure out how he holds onto the ball. This is just gonna happen. This is you know it's a it's a situation where he's got to get rid of the ball before, but you know like quarterbacks are going to make mistakes. This yep. is one that honestly doesn't really matter in a, a game against
0: Washington. Defense picks him right back up though as Adrian Amos comes up with an interception. uh Haskins at this point was just throwing nonsense up there. Zarius Smith yeah. was uh was giving him some problems.
1: Yeah. I, I don't think zadarius had a sack on the day, but you know, he's incredibly disruptive um and and Kenny Clark was as well. Kenny Clark had a sack and a half. Preston Smith is always Uh, Incredibly disruptive going up against his older team, uh, his former team. So, you know, this line is going to create problems for any
0: quarterback. Yeah. And and this was a major turning point in this game in that if you're looking at second down and five at the Green Bay 41, Haskins has the arm to be able to get something into the end zone. You know, this play happened at eight seconds left. Yeah. So, you can make a shot. yeah, Yeah. You could still take a shot. You could still get a completion, get a field goal. Absolutely. But, Nothing doing. Nope. No, Quick interception. Yeah. Turnover is, uh, they'll cost, cost Green Bay nothing, and they are able to come out and go 60 yards downfield, get the field goal on the very next drive coming out of the half, which is. At this point, it's seventeen to six, and there's nothing, nothing on Washington at that point that's going to get them anywhere close. Yeah, no, we haven't seen
1: anything this year from Washington that says, oh, they can come back from an eleven-point deficit easy. Nope. This game, we haven't seen anything. You know, we haven't seen anything that says they can come back from a, a seven-point deficit this year. Um, so you know, it, it, at this point, this game feels over.
0: Yep, uh, it was Aaron Jones who. Led the team in both receiving and rushing yeah. in the game. Oh, big, uh, big twenty-three yard run to to get things started, and then uh, from there, touched, the field goal was Mason Crosby, thirty-two yards out. He still only missed three kicks since the, the day in Detroit. Yeah. Oh, the day that none of us will ever forget. I'm not. I'm. Not, I'm not forgetting that. No. None of none of the people I know who are Detroit fans let me forget it. No, so I'll,
1: they'll never forget yeah, it either. They'll never. Uh, that's been That's probably the best that's moment in Detroit. S- that's the <laughs> Super Bowl. Yeah, that's the best moment in Detroit sports <laughs> in 50 years. Remember that day that Mason Crosby sucked
0: <laughs> for they, no reason? They drink to it every year when the yeah. anniversary comes around. Remember that game where we would have lost by 20 had Mason Crosby not missed <laughs> all those kicks? Had Mason Crosby not blown 19 points worth of kicks? Yep. Uh, one of those one-and-a-half Kenny Clark sacks comes on the very next drive. It's 17-6 to six at this point, and you know, the, the the next response from, from Washington is to you know, go three and out, and from there, Packers go three and out. Washington gets their final field goal of the game, which is on a, a long drive that stalls out at the Green Bay 34. And from there, a bunch of punts, one more Packer field goal wasn't, decisive and in garbage time with a minute 17 left Washington goes eight plays 75 yards Um, at this point it was just all Haskins throwing the ball he could not move in the pocket no Uh, Green Bay was this is the point where I wanted Green Bay to be a little bit more aggressive against him like he can't move uh, the coaching staff on Washington continues to be filled with idiots. Uh, they should have put Case Keenum in there, which I know you don't like Case Keenum. I kind of do. And here's the difference between him and Dwayne Haskins is that both of his ankles aren't fucking sprained.
1: Yeah, no. The, yeah, I'm, I am don't like Case Keenum as a starter. Case sure. Keenum as a backup, totally Real fine. Real smart. Totally fine. That's a great decision to have Case Keenum as a backup to a guy like Dwayne Haskins because this is when you use him. Yeah. Is when, oh, a game that doesn't matter and our rookie quarterback...
0: Sprained both of his ankles. Yeah, and here's a dude who's played in some big situations, played against the Packers. Yeah, and he, for say what you will about Case Keenum, but his he seems to lead a fired up offense, even when sure. he's not like being yeah. incredibly effective. He and can even, you know, he can really like inspire people. He seems to be have that like rah rah leadership, and like it's not that Dwayne Haskins doesn't. He probably does. I don't know because I don't know. I've ne- I have i i have never watched him play until today and you look like a guy playing on two sprained ankles yeah
1: he looked like so. a guy playing very injured um yeah you know it's it's a it's a thing of of you know washington uh, their coaching staff is never going to put uh, their players in a position to succeed
0: uh, they they let robert griffin the third literally die and, yeah and had learned and have i'm sure that's not the same coaching staff i'm aware of that don't email me but uh, all the same they've learned matter. they've learned nothing <laughs> they've learned nothing uh, <laughs> what have we learned
1: from this well nothing nothing at all yeah. um yeah, I know. And, you know, the, 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 the touchdown here to Terry McLaurin, um, a bad throw. It didn't look like it was supposed to go where Dwayne Haskins threw it. An incredible catch by Terry McLaurin. Um, you know, one of those plays where you're like, how did Darnell Savage not defend that? And you go, oh, it's because he never expected well, he, the throw to be that far and also behind he him. Did yeah, no, it, it. it was. I mean, Terry McLaurin had to go with his backhand, left hand, one hand it, tap it up to himself, yeah, and catch it. I mean, he played as good of defense as he could without just swatting the ball out of the air. Um, you know, I, 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 I just, I, I, I think that Washington is is po- so poorly mismanaged, um, and I feel bad for. Dwayne Haskins
0: yeah bunch of bunch of real quality players Dwayne Haskins I, it's where quarterbacks go to die they cannot develop a quarterback talent and part of it is because like the, regardless of who's on the on the sideline they can't put in Case Keenum like, yeah. I don't know what just I don't know what on earth prevented them the, from putting in Case Keenum in that situation because there's there's no greater Case Keenum situation than that then uh, like you're starting rookie quarterback who is kind of getting shelled this year Needs to sit down on the bench.
1: Yeah. He can't. He needs to. He's hobbling to hand off the ball. Yeah. Bring in Case Keenum. uh, And and they didn't change play calls to benefit the fact that Dwayne Haskins couldn't move. I mean, they were still calling five and seven step drops. They were still running him out of the shotgun. They They were still not just handing the ball off every play and getting it over with. You know, they were still trying to run their normal, typical offense as if their quarterback could, I don't know step up in the pocket or evade pressure or do anything when in when in actuality, you know, he
0: was less mobile than Tom Brady, which is a feat. Yeah, that's really I want to note this about Washington in that last year when the Packers played the Bills, my read on the Bills was they're going to be okay. They have got pieces. They're going to put it together. Uh, Washington is not going to be okay, folks. No, uh, they uh, the Bills threw out all the all the idiots and the Ryan's that were yeah. that were causing them to be Pain. a, a stock. and yeah. and they replaced them with people who knew what they were doing, and they have used that along with a couple of smart draft picks and the guys they already had to. Put themselves together a winning season. That's not going to happen here. No, guys like Dwayne Haskins and Terry McLaurin and, and uh, Darius Geis are are doomed. They're going to have their careers they wasted. Should, they should get away from there. Yeah, <laughs> no, they should do all. Dan that they Snyder can is a
1: monster to get out of Washington, uh, because Dan Snyder will ruin your career
0: uh, for shits and giggles. Yeah, yeah, for uh, for spite because he's he's literally a Bond villain. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, he's as
1: Bond villain as yeah. you can be without being uh, the McAfee guy.
0: He would he would want to point a laser at you. Yes, <laughs>
1: and, as long as the yeah. laser could burn through you. If it yes. was just
0: a laser pointer, it would be pointless. Was that a John John McA- McAfee reference? Yeah, God, that guy. He's uh, insane. He is. He has lost his, his mind. He's the ablestler. <laughs> that's that's quite that's quite all right. We can apply it to John McAfee. I think JP, I think
1: yeah. it it's fair for him. He's, he's he's not
0: he's not a well man. He's lost his mind. I like that I bought a computer for work purposes about a month ago and I, I yeah you know, I bought a Company computer, but yeah. I made the purchase, and so I kind of registered the software. And it comes; it still to this day comes with McAfee antivirus protection. So I'm getting like aggressively spam emailed yeah. by by that company <laughs> for like you know, like you're at risk. I'm like anytime and anyone who is in the same hemisphere as John McAfee <laughs> is at risk. Yeah, <laughs> like, we are all at yeah. risk of John Mc- McAfee. Uh, the, the risk is. Coming from inside the company, as it were.
1: Oh man, where was he? Was he living in? He was living in like Guatemala, um, and he had this weird girlfriend who is like
0: a a an assassin. Have you heard about this? I, I if if he's telling the story, I tend not to believe. it. No, him, sure,
1: but. don't believe it. That's his 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 story is that he was living in Guatemala and he was dating a girl who was like sixteen, but she was an assassin who had no heart and was just, like, using him for his money, and he was like, I love it. It's <laughs> like, all right, John.
0: There was a... I think the the best line... I'm going to paraphrase because I don't have the direct quote up, uh, but uh, one of my one of my favorite authors, Lori Penny, wrote about John McAfee that uh, he is not... He is not not a murderer in the same way that you and I are not murderers. Sure. <laughs> and I found that to be... Yeah.
1: All right. Yeah. But,
0: or it was something, something like that or something like he has not been convicted of murder, but not in the same way that the, you and I have not been convicted of murder. No. Yeah. He was the person of interest in connection to yes. a murder
1: of an American expat expat. Uh, gotta <laughs> love John McAfee and his, his bad antivirus. He's terrifying. He's a
0: horrifying man. Um, but uh anyway, Devontae Adams recovers the onside kick yeah. after game's the over. the late touchdown. Uh, the two-point conversion failed. So, uh yeah, game's over. Yeah, game's over 20 to 15. Um going into this game, I was essentially saying this is either going to be a blowout or I'm not going to be entirely satisfied with it. And so I'm I'm not entirely satisfied with, you know, 20 to 15 over Washington at home, but in the end like you know, you, do what you do in the first quarter and go up 14 nothing like that and there's not there's nothing Washington can do it's not like you needed a different game plan to beat them
1: no I mean the game plan should be with Washington is is take get the lead don't lose it Uh, you know it's 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 not like a situation where you know you're playing against a high powered offense where you need to score points every single drive to keep up and make sure that they have no chance of coming back it's a lot like playing the Chicago Bears in that you know, if you get up fourteen, you're probably good. Yep. They're not they're gonna they're not gonna be able to exceed your pace in scoring points. Foreshadowing for yeah. coming up this summer. Foreshadowing Sunday at this noon. week. You know, if Packers- the Packers Bears. get up fourteen, you know, you can probably call that game because there's no way that the Bears are gonna, you know, score twenty one unanswered or something. Um you know, it's it's a situation of you let your defense win the game you, you let your defense win a few games for you, you know. Um this year the Packers have a defense that can win them games and the offense doesn't have to be clicking at at at, at full capacity, you know, and, and they don't need to be uh super they don't need to be putting up 30, 40, 50 points a game. They can win games scoring twenty. You know this is a luxury that we've not seen before with the Packers, um, especially in recent memory.
0: You know, winning games with low scoring, in uh, low scoring affairs. My biggest positive takeaway from the game is that uh, the Packers' one turnover did not result in any points because the Packers took it right back yeah. on the ensuing drive, and we've seen that happen a couple of times. Yeah. Where uh, this is a, a defense that that can make you some plays that'll. Help you out, and yeah. It's been it's been a minute.
1: Yeah, you know, it's, I forgot what it was like. It's 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 become something of, of you know anytime the anytime the opposing team is is you know putting together a drive or is getting into the red zone, I now feel confident. Question mark that the defense will do something good, which is not. Yeah. Been how I've felt in my entire life is a Packers fan the players, you know, since the players are there that uh, could possibly do something good. Yeah, you know, it's like since Nick Collins uh left, um you know, I, I feel like I haven't felt oh confident about this Packers defense. This Packers defense can get stops and get turnovers when they need them. And now, you know, it's something of 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 you know, this offense is is Running the ball so well, they're they're giving their defense time to rest between possessions and 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 hold their own, and you know they can come out. Offense makes a mistake, defense comes out immediately, picks them back up. Yeah, you know, it you know makes a plus play, is makes a quick stop. You know whatever, defense has just been solid enough that you can score twenty points and win. You can score seventeen points and win. You don't you can score ten points and beat the Bears. Like you don't need to uh, be super over the top and have a thousand explosive plays in a game and score 90 points and all that jazz you know you can you can get, you can skate by scoring 20 and win games yeah Be we're, a 10 we're gonna team. talk
0: about that game yeah, <laughs> oh, Later yeah. On. oh saints 49 is a modern classic of the genre <laughs> uh but well, we'll take a break first uh when we come back we'll talk about other stuff and then get to Saints 49ers which I don't actually have a lot to talk about in that It just She's whipped fun. ass yeah, so it was a lot of fun uh, we are on Twitter at Cheese Chicago and follow our Facebook group to learn when the episodes are coming out it's Cheeseheads in Chicago Land, the best podcast about the Green Bay Packers Hey, it's it's Cheeseheads in Chicagoland. It's the best podcast about the Green Bay Packers. The tap water here is fantastic. That's a
1: we've got a Brita filter.
0: That's a good glass of tap water, right yeah. there. I I have a Brita filter too, but I just drink out of the faucet anyway. Sure. It's quicker. The only thing about my water is that it's it's incredibly hard. Mm. So you know, I get the rust stains in the uh, in the sink and the uh, the tub and the toilet and whatnot, mm. which I don't give a shit about. Who cares? But also, like, you know, I'm sure my body is filled with heavy minerals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but... <laughs> A lot of calcium in there. Yeah. Strong bones. Yeah. And, and it just... It's so crisp. Yeah. You ever go anywhere that has, like, an absurd water softener, and it feels like the water is, like, gooey, almost? No, I don't think I've... I don't know that. if that's if that's something that I only I noticed, but, like... At, a, at places that have water softeners, like you try to rinse the soap off and it's like it's, on, it's a it's, film it on just, you. I, no, yeah, I, mean, I, I hate
1: it. I, I grew up in South Dakota in a town that has dreadful tap water. Um, So coming to Chicago has been good tap water. And I've learned that Chicago up and down fluctuate good bad yes. tap
0: water very often. Yeah. I, I was part of a, a water testing program in okay. chicago because you know we have we have the same problems that a lot of areas do where like there's old lead pipes yeah and it's not like flint where like city managers who literally should be in prison yeah you know yeah. messed up the water to to the point Purposeful. where it is yeah now for profit yeah yeah you know, that they, they should they should go to jail um but yeah, there's there's lead creeping into things and old pipes are decaying so i was part of a water testing program mm-hmm. where like once a month or once every two months after a while a team of essentially like interns would show up at my house at like six in the morning and test the uh the water they yeah. would give us gift cards so you know oh, nice. yeah okay. we were properly compensated for the uh, the hassle of it but i would always have that conversation with amy of like do they ever tell us what they're finding in our water. Like, <laughs> Did you ever get the
1: results is, back?
0: Yeah. I, they're not sharing the results with us. It's for their own internal data. So I'm just like, but there are several times where Amy and I are looking at each other, just like, if there was something wrong, they'd tell us, right? <laughs> like, I hope so. No, probably not. No. But still, they haven't told us anything about it. So, uh, so well, we'll, 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 we'll say it. I great. look forward to like 10 years from now, that phone call of like, so, Bad news. <laughs> We've been testing your water for ten
1: years, and we found that over ten years you've had a lot of lead in all of your water. Yes, ten years. You are much
0: dumber than you were at the beginning, which (laughs) we've numbed your brain a little bit. Yeah. At at which point I'd be like, I absolutely believe you. I agree. I've noticed it. Yep. Because it was fifteen degrees when I woke up this morning, and I was so bad at being awake that I had to go back to sleep. (laughs) The cold just slows me down. I'm a reptile. Yeah. Well, I I think we all are. It's just. This is outrageous,
1: cold. This is too much. And, like, you know, you're from Wisconsin. I'm from South Dakota. In South Dakota, it gets way colder than this. Yes, it does. It gets way colder than this. This is a nice day, you know, in the winter. Well, week it's three. turned out pretty decent.
2: Yeah. It's it, in,
0: like, the 20s now.
1: Sure, you know, 15, 20, that's a nice day in South Dakota. We'd have weeks straight of, you know, zero or negatives and stuff. And But, man... This is still really cold. It's not warm. It's not
0: warm or comfortable at all. Yeah, just the rel- the relative difference doesn't make for an improvement. No, necessarily makes it cold. I moved here from North Carolina, and the first year that I moved here was the winter that they called Chiberia.
2: Mm, and
0: I'm- so I had a very early in the morning job, and I'm going out to catch the like the two fifty a.m. bus to Gosh. to take take it downtown to my job, and It is raining ice sideways. It's like five degrees. Yeah. There's piles of ice on the road. Like, but it's also somehow like freezing and melting at the same time. Like the salt on the road has made it so that like it's all slushy and like yeah, everything is mush and it's five degrees and the wind is just whistling and howling and I'm out there wrapped in like 17 scarves and just going like, well, I have fucked up. (laughs) I have ruined this. It snowed three times in North Carolina and we closed the bakery every time. We closed every road. The one time we didn't close it when it snowed is because I showed up <laughs> and my boss was like, I guess we're not closing because you're here. <laughs> so, yeah, I have I've made a mistake by coming back here. Um, I want to take a look at snap counts and such in, in the game. I think the the biggest story that I'm seeing is the resurgence of Kenny Clark, who had about a four game stretch of disappearing a little bit? I don't, you know, again, like you can never tell it's probably because he was hurt. Yeah. Or, you know, getting double or triple teamed by the interior or the or fact he that he's is. just, he's just been playing forever. Yeah. <laughs> and he's he like, plays 12, every snap. he's 14 years old and he's been in the league for seven years. Uh, yeah. He's out there on, on every snap, but on offense again, like you start with, with Rogers, he was very good in the game. Yeah. Um got got rid of it fairly quickly, found Aaron Jones. Um, you know, just with Devontae Adams back, Devontae's gonna be involved at all times, but you gotta I think the Rodgers to Aaron Jones combination is what drives this offense right now. Yeah. And uh, and I think as much as like just because you're not making Rodgers to Devonte Adams the focal point of your offense doesn't make Devonte Adams any less good. No, I think it just means that I think we have to start reevaluating truly how good Aaron Jones is. Aaron Jones is game changing.
1: Yeah. Aaron Jones is 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 game breaking in two facets facets of the game, and Jamal Williams is really good too. I mean, the Packers have two really 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 good running backs, one of which has at times this season fully carried the offense, you know? I mean, when, when Devonte Adams was out, Aaron Jones was the best receiver on this team and it wasn't really close. Um, so, you know, Aaron Jones, all pro, I don't know about MVP talk, but
0: pro no, all no. pro I think that's, I think that's I, it would it. be a, it would be a tough stretch to get him. Yeah. Get him MVP. It's I mean, I know who it award. is in the, I know who it is in the AFC already. Yeah. We have that figured out, but I'm not sure who it is in the NFC. It might be, might be Breeze or Garoppolo. Might be McCaffrey. It might be McCaffrey. Might be George Kittle. Yeah, it might be George Kittle.
1: I don't think it's Garoppolo. I think it would be George Kittle before Garoppolo.
0: Yeah, just because it's a quarterbacks award. But yeah, Jesus, George Kittle. George Kittle's insane. what's happening? He's insane. Anyway, he's <laughs> yeah. gonna make so much money. Adams had six catches. Um yeah, Jamal Williams got uh, ten carries for forty-one yards. How about that? That's Solid that's deck. exactly exactly what he should be doing. Uh, Geronimo Allison had the roughest game at wide receiver. I think you're I think you're starting to see like who, that. You know, Allison is not coming back to this team. He's going to have a hard time. Yeah sticking around he's had some ball control issues this year yeah
1: there, there was the one play where you know he, he makes a nice catch on the sideline makes a nice move gets pushing up field ball gets knocked out from behind um yep and you know bounces out of bounds and
0: it's all good but still and he was down by down by contact on review on a play that that's they what it ruled was the fumble yeah that was yeah um but that, it, those know, kind of things are tough you just can't you can't do that as a guy trying to cling to a roster.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's, you know, he's still beating out Lazard and in, in MVS for snaps. You know, Allison had 30, 36 snaps, Lazard had 34, MBS had 10. But I, I you know, I, I'm aii I've been a Geronimo Allison supporter in the past. I think it's time we start giving Alan Lazard most of those snaps for sure. And, and you know, I, I think that there's been an element of this, this passing offense that's kind of disappeared over the last couple of weeks with MVS getting so many less snaps and it's just the fully burn you over the top. Yeah,
0: the pure bullshit
1: deep shot the play. Yeah, is just the pure bullshit play action throw it 55 yards deep downfield cuz you can't overthrow him. We've not yet seen Aaron Rodgers overthrow him. It's worked too, which is another reason why it's surprising that they've yeah. gone away from it a little bit. You know yeah, you know I, I a lot of the times when I watch him play wide receiver on those deep shots and stuff like that you know, he's 6'5". You know, he's, he's he's a big guy. Um, but he seems to play so much smaller when he's going up for the ball. It, it, so many times I don't see him, you know, extending his arms to catch the ball. I see him waiting for it to come into his body. Um, if he's, you know, grappling with a safety or a cornerback for the ball, it, it, it just feels like he plays so much smaller than he is. You know, that might be that he's 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 got a thin frame. You know, he's only about 200 pounds on a 6'4 frame. Um but, you know, that, that speed has been missing from from a, a, a lot of formations.
0: I clicked on the wrong links. So some of the things I just said were insane. Uh, Williams in this game was uh, seven carries for 24 yards, which is also a very effective yeah, uh, use of cool. him running up the middle and and um, four receptions for Devontae Adams. I don't think I mentioned any other numbers. Nothing else I said was totally wrong, but. Because I was praising Aaron Jones, which is always the right thing to yeah, you can always the right thing to praise him on any any game staff lists. Jake Kumaro kind of lost in the shuffle of who the heck is the wide receiver right now, and yeah, you know, I, I, you've got an interesting you know, set of game plans you can work with between Jake Kumaro and MVS. In that, yeah, I'd, I think the the pure deep bullshit to MVS is going to. It's, we're, it's going to make a little comeback folks on like late season cameo. I,
1: yeah, you know, I, I, there's so much to this Lafleur offense of, you know, we'll show it once and then we won't show it again for three weeks. And then we'll show you a similar look, but run something else out of it. You know, so much of, of, of what this Lafleur offense does is, is, you know, show you one look, go to a counter, do another counter or a counter to that. I think part of it might be some gamesmanship of, of, you know, we've got a kind of an easier stretch of the schedule. We'll hide him away for our bigger games down the stretch. We'll pull him back out. But also, maybe he's just lost some of the snaps. You know, so much of this is kind of hidden behind closed doors.
0: You don't really know. Yeah, we can always speculate as to why guys like Josh Jackson aren't, aren't getting snaps. More yeah. on him later. But um, you never really quite haven't figured yeah, never out. Never have the truth. Bakhtiari, Jenkins, Lindsay, Balaga, and Turner are your your guys light and Patrick got garbage time uh, snaps so they yeah that you know brings blog and Turner off the field for those those garbage time plays which is especially smart because on one of those garbage time plays you know they were still you know, Washington was still gonna go hard on that you know that yeah. kneel down snap they have to yeah just as an aside like it's weird when people get mad at the defense for coming after a kneel down snap when they're within one's touchdown. Yeah, if they fumble that snap. Get go get it.
1: Yeah, go <laughs> get it.
0: What do you do? You like shouldn't give up. Yeah, it's not unsportsmanlike to to come after a, a snap when having the ball with time left on the clock could mean that you win.
1: I mean if it's a three or a four score game, whatever. Oh but yeah. Maybe if don't. A, if it's a one score game, yeah. Go get the ball. Do what you can to mess that up. Um that's totally within reason. Uh, on the defensive line, Kenny Clark. 56 snaps. He almost never comes off the field. Uh, just almost never. Uh you know, he hasn't, he hasn't had any any crazy numbers over the last few weeks, but he had a great game this 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 last game here against the Washington. Um one and a half sacks. Uh I think he had another tackle for a loss in this one. Um he he just sucks up blockers so well. You know, he 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 can handle three offensive linemen like it's no one's business. I don't think that there's a game-changing nose tackle in football like Kenny Clark, except for maybe
0: Aaron Donald. Meanwhile, Montrevious Adams has fallen out of the rotation. Lowry and Lancaster are your other two down guys. Kingsley Kiki continues to exist and gets three snaps per game. That is currently his job, and he's doing it very well.
1: Yeah, you know, I I, I think that we've uh, we've seen that this this Packers line. They've got a lot of guys they can rotate in and out. You know, Tyler Lancaster's been replacement quality. Montrevious Adams has been replacement quality. Kingsley Kiki, you know, when he's gotten five or more snaps, he's been replacement quality as well. You know, there's there's two really— there, There's an all-star, a superstar in Kenny Clark. Real good guy, Dean Lowry,
0: and then a bunch of guys that can totally do their jobs. Yep. You can trust to do their jobs. Smith and Smith are your two linebackers. They continue to— just cause problems for quarterbacks. They caused a lot of problems for Dwayne Haskins. Uh, Zaydares Smith on just a totally normal bring down of Haskins sprained both of his ankles, which that's it's a big man. That's not on. That's not on Z'Darius Smith. It's just kind of that's a kind of nonsense that can happen when yeah. <laughs> Zaydares Smith is in the game. Um, Kyler Fackrell is having a much better year. Than he had last year. I mean, he had, and the numbers don't bear it out. Yeah, what I'm saying, but what I'm, you know, his sacks last year were against garbage opponents. Mm -hmm. He built a lot of stats off of nothing last year. He
1: had like one, he had like two, like three or four Mm -hmm. sack games. You know, so much of the his ten sacks on the season were in like three games when he was asked to do a bigger job. He didn't really do it. You know. He, he, I, I think you're absolutely right. I think he's played a better role this year. You know, he, he hasn't had to be an every down, get after the passer type of, of, of pass rusher. You got two guys who are really good at that. Kyler Fackel can be that, uh, you know, fourth rusher. You know, we, we talk about how Zedarius Preston and Kenny Clark can get pressure on almost every down. You just need one more guy. Kyler Fackel's is pretty good at being that
0: other guy. Rashawn Gary is still he's still hanging around. Um I once or twice a game I'll notice him yeah. making a play or making a tackle. He had three tackles in the game, all solo tackles. That's a good sign. Three tackles a, and
1: thirteen snaps. Yeah. That's really that's, good. That's real good. That's really and
0: good. There's no uh no problems with uh with Rashawn Gary. I think that it would be dumb to expect him to be amazing right away. Of course there's there's going to be a lot of development left for him but uh look for him down the stretch because he's fresh yeah he, he's fresh things are things are going to change a little bit yeah when we get to uh get to playoff time and this end of the season and also uh the bears coming up this week have a garbage offensive line and a quarterback who does not understand what to do when there's pressure and a defense that's running out of guys yeah. So <laughs> more more on that. But uh, inside linebacker, Blake Martinez, I think, had his best game in a while. Yeah. Uh, he had you know, a one-two combination of running back coming after him. B.J. Goodson was out there a little bit as well. Amos Savage and Ibrahim Campbell playing at safety. Campbell is another guy who's going to be fresh down the stretch. He's yeah. getting worked into the flow of the game, getting some snaps here and there but um that's a nice nice third option to have at safety uh Amos inter- the interception was huge yeah uh that guy is you don't see safeties a lot unless they are Ed reed level of like talent you don't yeah. it's just a casual fan you don't notice how well the safeties are playing unless they are truly hall of fame caliber guys yeah you know so often a safety's off the screen mm-hmm. but Amos pretty good Amos, you know, yeah, he's really good. Yeah, it, it. I I rely on other people to tell me that because, I because mean, I need I need other people who understand safety play to explain it to me. But I've decided that he's good.
1: He's oh. really good. My what I think Adrian Amos does better than almost anyone else in the NFL at the this safety position is diagnose the underneath crossers and attack them immediately. You know, it's it's he doesn't have to worry so much about the deep back half stuff they have darnell savage for that a lot of the time um but adrian amos is so talented at being it coming down downhill playing down in the box um you know even if he is playing deeper recognizing who his his responsibility is when they come across and barreling down on them immediately you know um it it stops a lot of those you know mesh concepts in the the digs and 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 Uh, quick underneath throws and check downs and stuff. He does such a great job of, of, of stopping those for, for short
0: games, if not losses. Kevin King missed his first full game of the season. What did I say in, uh, in the preseason that um, 12 games a year out of Kevin King, where he's available for most of the game is, is a success. Yes. At this point, he's still on that pace. Yeah. So I'm not upset at all because I think he's hit that pace, right? Yep. Yeah. 13 games. Yeah. He'll, 13 games he's and he's played, played 12, twelve of them. So Jair Alexander uh, is is still pretty good. Uh Terry McLaurin is really good. is is going to uh, get out get out of Washington. Yeah. Terry God, McLaurin. Find, out, find a way out. Uh Jermon Williams, we talked about him being good. Shannon Sullivan was out in the game quite a bit. He's and, also really good. Boy, that's a it's a great it's a great advantage to have. Like if if Kevin King has to miss a game and I don't know what his long term prospects are, but mm-hmm you know, Sullivan against the team that goes one deep at wide receiver in Washington. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, You're set. It'll help you. Yeah. And yeah. Josh Jackson played the most snaps that he's played all season with 26. Yeah. And he didn't really show up very much because again, there's, you know, they weren't thrown to anyone.
1: No. And I'm fine with is I'm fine with Josh Jackson not showing up. Cause that means he didn't make any massive mistakes. Yep. Uh, you know, in, in, in and Sullivan, 49 snaps, Shannon Sullivan has been a, Massive, you know, uh, bottom of the roster pickup for this team. Who's he's he's played a big impact. You know, he was he was he was good on the Eagles last season. He's been very solid as a third or fourth uh, defensive back. Mm-hmm. You know, he he has been he's been steady and solid. And and Josh Jackson, uh, hopefully, he can get a few more snaps and and play well. You know, I I what I have liked out of Josh Jackson is is his special teams play. You know, yeah, I I really like. Uh, his hustle, getting down as a as a gunner, getting down, making making plays, making some tackles on uh, special teams, on part returns and
0: stuff. Tony Brown was also not active in the game, and I think the biggest advantage of a Chandon Sullivan is that Tony Brown was expected to contribute a bit yeah. more than he has already this season. It's been yeah. a combination of health issues and you know the sort of inscrutable behind the scenes like snap assignments that yeah. that have gone. I did not expect Tremont Williams to play as well play four fifths of the Packers snaps and play as well as he has. Yeah, I thought for sure that this team was going to be looking to, they, they were going to need a breakout season from mm-hmm. either Sullivan or Tony Brown or even Kadar Holman. They were going to need someone Yeah. to, to deal with the fact that Jermon Williams was cooked. Uh, man, not the cooked. man's not cooked. The man's not hot. Okay. So um, I was wrong about that one, but cool. I'm, Totally happy <laughs> yeah, totally no, I'm glad I'm to have I'm been not wrong right about, about that. that. And on uh, on special teams, your, uh, your big story is Tyler Irvin, who with one punt return uh, more than doubled yeah. the amount of punt return yards that the <laughs> – Packers have had all season and then proceeded to have several more entirely <laughs> average normal punt returns. <laughs> yeah. The Packers <laughs> had negative
1: eight yards on
0: the season. And, and me, like everyone else watching it was going like this is amazing. Yeah. No, it's I it's a breakthrough. I was watching the game. I wasn't able to watch the game live, so I watched it
1: on NFL Game Pass. And I <laughs> after the first punt return, I about texted you like, hey, Tyler Irvin is a superstar. Yeah. And in actuality, <laughs> he's
0: doing Ten-year the bare contract. minimum of yeah. the NFL. NFL. Put him next um, to. Put him next to to, uh, <laughs> to, to every in the Hall of Fame, Devin <laughs> Hester. Yeah, um, um, yeah, because he just came in and did a, a very specialized job yeah. in the NFL. How was How was Green Bay unable to sign a man who could do that until I, I mean week
1: they, fourteen of the season? They signed Tremont Smith, who was the leader in <laughs> return yards last season, and he didn't do anything. Um so I, you know I don't know if it's a a special teams scheme thing you know Sean Menenga first season is the special teams coordinator here in Green Bay um you know there might be some kinks that need to be worked out and
0: everything but I don't know it seems I, special yeah. teams seems rather straightforward the I t- tell you what the difference I've noticed is that the Packers aren't getting burned by other teams yes. returns this yeah. year the coverage has been very good the coverage has been solid and the personnel usage has been very sensible yeah and you know their onside recoveries have been been well thought out and well mm. well schemed they're doing they're doing a lot of things much smarter than they had under ron zook yeah oh my god i didn't like saying his name just there i didn't no. didn't enjoy saying it i think he was a head coach in the um
1: uh, what was that league called the, the AAF, the AAF, boy, he forgot should about not that. To, I think he was the head coach in the AAF.
0: I hope he's doing well in his real life, not no. in his football life. Well, they, uh, you know, look, we look for him in the XFL. Yeah, can't wait. I, I can't wait for the <laughs> XFL. I can't wait to uh, to be like really happy that there's football on like the week after the Super Bowl, but then not be happy about it. in three weeks yeah like, in week three and yeah. then not have a league in week watch, four and then watch vince mcmahon lose so much money oh. oh it'll be sweet yeah um yeah i don't like vince mcmahon anyway that's that's an ongoing a bad man that's an ongoing story in uh in gz's in chicago and in general let's uh l- let's take a look around around the league shall we sure. uh, first of all well let's Talk about what's coming up in week 15 for the Packers. It's the Bears. Yeah. That is – that's at Lambeau, right? Yeah, it's the last home game. Yep. Week 15 versus the Bears. It's Bears-Vikings-Lions to close out the season. Yeah, And these games, all three of them, are very important. Yeah. I I love division games to close out the season. Uh, The Bears are – Feeling confident right now. I believe they've got two straight wins. Uh three, three straight wins. I think it's three. They uh they beat the Cowboys, which I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say this over and over and over again. The Cowboys are very bad. Yeah, the Cowboys are not good. The Cowboys are very bad. Their defense is quitting. On the field while the ball is in play. Yeah, I mean uh, Jason Garrett is has no job. I, I, his team is quitting on him. Yes, they actively have fully quit on like Jason the, Garrett. The defense is looking at ball carriers and deciding not to tackle them. You can watch it happen. Yeah, it's it's yeah, uh, it, the Cowboys are so bad. Uh, the Bears are also not good. Um, I think the thing is that the Bears are not quitting on their head coach. Not yet. Not yet. But the Cowboys did, yeah. and the difference between you know, what the Bears have seen the last couple of weeks and what they're going to see at Lambeau is that the Packers are not quitting on their season.
1: Yeah, I mean the Bears. The Bears have three straight wins in close games over the Giants, the Lions, and a. It wasn't a close game, but it ended up as a close game over the Cowboys. Um, so you know, take those three wins in a row with a. Uh, a grain of salt, I would say, yeah. considering
0: strength of opponent. Um, With a log of salt the yeah. size of Lot's wife, possibly? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was that reference? What am I doing? I don't know.
1: That, <laughs> I didn't even get that I, one. I just wanted to get past it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you know, the Bears, uh, not exactly offensively prolific, Um Defensively, you know, I think Rokon Smith out for the year. That's a huge torn, loss for them. Torn pack. That's a huge there's a, loss. There's for them. no
0: one in the middle anymore. No, Khalil Mack has not been. And there's like great this year. Who is you know? Uh, sorry, Bears fans, but Quikowski is pale enough to be a fan favorite.
1: Oh yeah, no, they'll they'll love him. Yeah, um, but I mean. Roquan Smith was their leading tackler by 30 tackles. He has 101 tackles, Trevathan has 70. I mean, Roquan Smith was 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 playing so so well for this team.
0: That's a huge massive loss. Um Yeah. Know, so I mean, now you you've got No Hicks, no no Roquan Smith in the middle of the defense for you. It's oh, that's uh, bad. Uh, yeah, and and it's yeah.
1: It's not like Khalil Mack is playing up to that contract or the trade deal.
0: He's not playing poorly. You can't hide him anywhere anymore. No. I don't think he's playing any better or worse than he ever has. Yeah. It's just that you can assign the offensive line. You can sign one side of the offensive line to him.
1: Yeah. I mean, who else on this Bears team is going to, you know, sack the quarterback? You're
0: never scared of picking up blitzers with a running back against the Bears because they're not blitzing anyone that you're scared of. No. Who are they bringing that you're scared of? I mean, they're not bringing Trevathan. They're not bringing,
1: you know, Roy Roberts and Harris. Uh, Uh, He's a marginal guy. He's going to get picked up by an offensive lineman. You know, Leonard Floyd might be the only one coming
0: through. The line that you're going to pick up with a running back and yeah. and he's having an adventure this season i of, mean yeah that's fine he's having a strange time of it so it's it's kind of you're not really sure what's going to happen with him at any moment so yeah a lot of question marks there but yeah the bears beat the cowboys um because the cowboys are embarrassing cool. at this point uh falcons beat the Panthers 40 to 20, the whole Panthers are going to be okay without Cam Newton thing has come to a screeching halt. Yeah. And I think that's, what's going to really derail Christian McCaffrey's MVP hopes is that he's not single-handedly winning them games against the Falcons who are once again, awake and stabbing people. Yeah, I don't know
1: what happened to them. Um, But no, yeah. Christian McCaffrey, he's not, it's in this, in this NFL, you know, it's so hard to, to run a full offense only through your running back yeah you know it's it's we've talked about it on this this podcast before you know a MVP level running back averages five yards a carry and average a below average NFL quarterback averages six yards per attempt yep you know it's it's the efficiency and the numbers just aren't there to run your team through a running back. Um, and you know we we see it with this Carolina team. Kyle Allen's just not that good, and McCaffrey is is you know a, a an MVP level kind of guy, but at a position that just doesn't have the pull and the the influence on the
0: game that it used to. Ravens beat the Bills. Ravens are eleven and two. They've beat just about. Every quality opponent that their schedule has thrown at them, uh, Lamar Jackson is going to be the AFC MVP. Yeah, uh, I I love him. He's very special. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hayden Hurst is is incredibly good as well on on that squad. Uh, the the Bills don't sleep on them though. No, they're all they're they're good. They're gonna. They're going to be just as good next year as well, probably. Yeah. Uh, the Browns better. beat the Bengals somehow. The Browns are are trying to like salvage a season that I thought was just going to turn into a a, a laughing stock for them. Um, um, Andy Dalton is back under center in Cincinnati for the one and twelve Bengals. <laughs> Welcome back. Um, good to see you. Have you
1: heard the rumors that uh, one Mister Odell Beckham Jr. would like to play in Green Bay? Oh, uh, okay. That'd be fine. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, reported by Skip
0: Bayless. Sure, yeah, um, he's reliable. He's a reliable source, yeah. and definitely everything a, he a says reporter is true. And journalist. I uh, mean, I believe, I truly believe, and I believe this since the moment that Odell Beckham Jr. arrived in Cleveland is that he doesn't want to play in Cleveland no. because no one wants to play in Cleveland. No,
1: he lied. He, I don't know. I never understood what happened there. Because he was traded to Cleveland, correct?
0: Yes. The Giants. Dan Snyder is the only owner in the league that makes the Cleveland Browns organization look remotely competent. Yes. Oh, my God.
1: But, you know, it's uh, if he doesn't want to be in Cleveland, they got to get him out of there. Uh, I don't know if I want. No, I want Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, I would be very scared of the media circus that follows it. Uh, yeah. Because can you imagine... Uh, the type of reporting and stuff that would happen if the Packers team didn't score 50 points a game with Aaron Rodgers, Noto Beckham Jr. There would be so many ESPN reports, but you know, in, in reality, that doesn't affect how they play. So it would likely be
0: one hell of a dynamic duo between... Devontae Adams, Odell Beckham Jr., and Aaron Rodgers. I would have a fun time with it. Oh, it'd be a lot of fun, <laughs> especially because I literally do not have ESPN or any cable television yeah, no. in my house, so none of that would permeate my bubble, which is a a pretty pretty tough bubble. Vikings twenty to seven over the Lions. Thanks, Lions, for F- putting up a fight. For just turtling up and, and sucking. Uh, we could have. You know, I would have loved to see the the Vikings lose that game. To the Lions, but the Vikings are uh, are good enough, and good football team. I'm still I'm still waiting for like a a real decisive Vikings victory over like some truly great teams. They've not had the schedule for it. No, and I if I remember correctly, I don't think Kirk Cousins has beat
1: a team with a winning record. I don't believe he has this year. Nope. Might even go back to last year. I believe it does. Too. And I think it's all, I think, I don't think he's ever beat a team with a winning record
0: in a primetime game. In a game that featured over 100, no, just under 100 points. I know how to do math. Uh, just under 100 points of scoring, the 49ers beat the New Orleans Saints in New Orleans. Uh, The the best play that uh, the best play of the season happened in this game. It's Grapelo to Kittle on fourth down at the run after catch. Beautiful. Uh, That's just so good. George Kittle is uh, going to set
1: the world on fire when his contract is finished. He's a bad bad man. Uh, He's unbelievable.
0: I, you know, The week before on this show, I called him sort of the second coming of Rob Gronkowski without the the refrigerator size-ness yeah. of him. But uh, that play was as fucking tough as anything I've ever seen Gronk do on a football field. Yeah,
1: play. George Kittle is, is for real. Um, speaking of refrigerator size tight ends, the Green Bay Packers uh, converted uh, defensive end James Looney to tight end. Um, he's on the practice squad currently. They're excited for his offseason uh,
0: transition to start. I I look forward to uh, having a fifth fifth tight end. Fifth tight end. <laughs> uh, I I you, especially when you use them as little as the Packers yeah. use their tight ends. Why not have a fifth one? Um, the Jets beat the Dolphins. I don't care. Uh, wait a minute. The Jets have a five and eight record. Okay. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, and the, they play the Dolphins twice a year. Uh, the Buccaneers beat the Colts. Uh, the Colts have to be dang careful they were coming into what was going to be a pretty promising season Andrew Luck retired Uh, Jameis Winston threw for four touchdowns against the Colts defense watch out Colts that's not good Uh, the Broncos beat the Texans Uh, Texans at eight and five that's a that's a drop game yeah for for Houston right there they needed that one they needed that one bad Uh, the Chargers beat the Jaguars 45 to 10 that's not consequential. Uh the Titans who are are closing out the season really well. Doubled up on the Raiders 42 to 21. Um Ryan Tannehill has I I've apparently cursed him into being good by saying that he was bad. Yeah. He's, he's been playing pretty well for the fantasy Titans. Fine. I,
1: if I remember correctly, since he's, he started playing <laughs> for the Titans, he's led the league in uh, quarterback rating. Um, so, you know, whatever yeah. Good job. Yeah. yeah. I should just be an analyst
0: to make players who yeah. are bad into players who are good. It's good. I'll give you uh, my fantasy football <laughs> yeah. roster. You can go down the line. Yeah. Uh, the chiefs beat the Patriots. Um, apparently, Apparently, the Patriots were robbed of several decisive calls in this game and also accused of cheating yeah. during it. Care. So everything is going according to plan. <laughs> yeah, very typical Patriots behavior all around. Yes. It's illegal when the guy tackles me, you see.
1: Yes. Just like Darius Geis <laughs> yeah. told us.
0: Yeah. It's illegal. I- he was trying to hurt me when he tackled me at the legs. <laughs> all right. Yep. Uh, Steelers beat the Cardinals. Yeah, and the Rams beat the Seahawks a week after the Seahawks beat the Vikings. So um, the Rams are. There's sort of talk of like, you know, the Rams are dead. They're out of it, and they're not. No, they're a fine team. Yeah, bunch, bunch of good teams out west right now.
1: Yeah, you know the the thing with the Rams is their offense really kind of struggles. It has struggled at times this year. You know, they they use so much jet motion, and defenses just stopped biting on the jet motion because they weren't handing it off. They started handing it off. Robert Robert Woods, two carries, twenty nine yards, fourteen point five yards a carry. That's pretty good. Yeah, that'll do. If you if you can get to, if you can get fifteen yards a carry on a jet sweep, teams
0: are going to start buying into that jet motion. Gives you so many more options. Uh, Eagles beat the Giants 23-17 in the Monday night game. Here's what uh, what worries me about the Eagles this year is that they've become the team that has the following line for Carson Wentz, 33 of 50 for, of 50 for 325 yards and two touchdowns. They've become the throw-it-50 50 to 55 times a game team. Yeah. which uh, I don't know if you do that. I don't know if Miles, you do that.
1: Miles Sanders is really, really good. I would like to see him get the ball a lot more. Um, you know, he, he, 19 touches, uh, 45 yards on the ground and, and, and 24 yards through the air, but he's been dynamic when he's been given a, given uh, a lot of touches in the air. I, you know, I, I want to see them throw the ball deep less and do a lot more, uh, quick short screens stuff to Miles Sanders. He's been, he's been really, really, really good. Eli Manning came back had a nice, had a, a nice day. He was all right. Two touchdowns, uh, 200 yards. Not bad.
0: Yeah. Eli Manning's one of those players that I've tried hard to have an opinion on through his time in the league and have yet to form one. <laughs>
2: Just,
1: he's, I, every time I think I iron down what I think Eli Manning is, he does the
0: complete opposite. And I go, oh, okay, I guess he's not that. He's made some truly impossible throws. Uh, he is had some receivers make some incredible catches. Oh man. To to really help help his legacy. He's had some great players around him. But yeah, it's just tough to cement what he is. And I I felt kinda bad for him having to be on the bench at this this stage of his career. Yeah. Especially for a guy who everyone thought was going to be a joke in the league. Who I again I I He's been okay, I don't know what it is with young quarterbacks, but I like all of them. <laughs> yeah, I want to give them all a chance. I, I want see, them all to yeah. try and be good. You know, yeah, I see, I see Josh Allen, and I'm like, there's a good quarterback. I see Kyle Allen, and I'm like, there's, there's a good, a good guy. I see Mason Rudolph, I'm like, you go there, Mason Rudolph. Yeah. What a good quarterback this guy's gonna be. Um, so I, I have that problem where I, I like, I like all of them. I just want to pat them all on the head and be like, good job. This is the
1: toughest job in sports. You yeah. do your best. You do your best. You're gonna be fine. You know, I, I think a lot of the times when a, when a quarterback doesn't succeed, a lot of it falls down to just fit and coaching. You know, yeah. so often these guys coming into the league have super similar, you know, characteristics and, and, and arm strength hits all the objective measurements. And, you know, they're quick enough and they're fast enough and they are smart enough. And they, you know, so much of it comes down to how well does their coach get them implemented into this game? You know, so much of it doesn't. Fall down to them. It falls down to their their fits and their surroundings and their situation. And yeah, I just I, I you know I want
0: everybody to be good and happy and and successful. And then know. I see like multi year starter and NFL veteran Ryan Tannehill throw for three hundred yards and three touchdowns. I'm like, get him the fuck out of here! <laughs> get him out of here! We don't want him. <laughs> we what am I what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> what am I even doing? We want young man. Yeah. Yeah, wait, bring back Gardner Minshew. We want Gardner Minshew. <laughs> yeah, who was crashed immediately back down. We to Earth. want Drew Locke. Yeah, so so bring us bring us Locke, bring us blow. Except don't actually bring us blow. That's no. not our jobs. Um, but yeah, we lost. Uh, we lost a good rant about your pizza delivery.
1: Yeah, I had a good story. There, yeah, about, yeah uh, uh, David Blow. It's
0: still a good story. Yeah, but, uh, you um, just don't get to hear it. Don't. I'm not gonna tell it again. Don't stand in the middle of the street to pick up your pizza, please. Don't like just wave your arms randomly in the middle of the street. Yeah. in Chicago.
1: Also, like also wear clothes when you get
0: mm-hmm. your pizza. I had somebody
1: answer come outside. It was snowing out. I had somebody come out with no shoes on. Okay. And yeah. I, I had forgotten my pen in the car. Said, I they just had to stand out there.
0: And I was like, I'll be right back.
1: <laughs> I'm yeah. so sorry. You, you just, should have put on shoes. Yeah, suits. you just stand
0: stand here with no <laughs> shoes on. It seems to be working for you. Um, yeah, we'll we'll sign it off for today, though. Uh, next week, we'll talk about Packers Bears. I'm looking forward to discussing Packers Bears with you. And then uh week after that might be a little bit... Um, A little bit convoluted, yeah, as far as getting a recording done. I remember last year we did the uh, remote recording, so we could probably do that Mm -hmm. this year. I'll be back back up north, yeah, for that week of Christmas and coming back after that. So, yeah, I will be
1: back in the city 26th. So,
0: sounds good, easy peasy. Yep, uh, follow us on Twitter at Cheese Coggoland. Uh, watch. Watch the Green Bay Packers. They're a very good team. They're yeah. a playoff team this year. It's going to be exciting. Uh, they've got to close it out strong, though, against some division rivals. I love the end of the season. It's my favorite time. Yeah, three straight division games to close it out. Nothing better. All right. Um, head cheese head of the week. It's Aaron Jones. Yeah, it's Aaron Jones. <laughs> Not a question. I'm, I'm confident on this one. Uh, so thank you, Aaron Jones, for being a, a Packer. You're uh, Have a Merry Christmas uh, and... And a happy new year. Yeah, what kind of, like, I feel like I'm sending Aaron Jones like a Christmas card. Like, dear Aaron Jones, so glad that you're a Packer. We love you. Yeah. Hope your life is well. Love to hear from you soon. Cheeseheads in Chicagoland. P.S. Stay cheesy, baby. And I'll always love you anyway.
2: Oh, Gabriel, the sun is shining in your eyes.